Is it recording? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Oh, it looks like it is top yeah, left. Now it says it. <laughs> kind of like the fucking your, phone, thing, your phone's thing. buzzing. Oh, maybe I should answer that. <laughs> okay. Okay. One sec. Low dry speaking. Hi, calling you from the never mind. Fuck. From the legal department. Yeah. Uh, oh no. They found my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I haven't talked about anything just yet. We have to move. Um <laughs> what's up everyone? Welcome back. Uh as you can see, uh the world has ended. Uh there's no point. You can probably just give up now and mm. we're back to doing Zoom recordings. Um <laughs> On that kind of note, I think we'll maybe just get it out of the way. It's, well, I mean, even last Thomas year. Thomas is pregnant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Going to need to take eight to 10 months off. Um, <laughs> I've hidden it for a while. But um, so we, uh, well, same time last year, we actually did take a break probably from mid-December to the end of the year, roughly. Yep. And then mm -hmm. we just had the Christmas episodes that we pre-recorded. Um, but this year we're uh, going to be taking a break a little bit earlier um, than usual. So this episode you're listening to right now will be our last of the year. Uh, this will be coming out like first Wednesday of December. So we're basically taking the month off. We'll see what happens. Um, a number of reasons, obviously, with COVID and stuff, right? Like we want to be... I don't know, re reasonably doing our part. And also it's hard to schedule guests at this time and blah, blah, blah. Right. So nobody uh, wants a thousand dollar fine. Yeah. No one wants a thousand dollar fine. We arguably, I mean, we could very much work within the rules and make it happen, but mm -hmm. I guess it's maybe a looks thing and also just guest comfort level and scheduling has been a little more difficult and that's on our end and on, you know, get schedules and it's a funny time so yep. essentially just we want to take a break until such a time that we can get back to uh having guests in person on a regular basis which is what our show is all about right so mm -hmm. um i don't know about you but i was kind of thinking about this i mean for me um i hate to talk about this because you know someone like joe rogan never takes breaks but Mm -hmm. We haven't really taken a break from the podcast. We've recorded for essentially 86 weeks straight, effectively, minus That's the odd week off here or there. Plus, we recorded 12 Christmas episodes. So we're at 98, almost. <laughs> we went almost 100 episodes straight without any real, real pause to things. So yeah. um, maybe just take a little break, recharge, uh, replan, get ready for next year. Hopefully next year. Um, I'm personally optimistic from like January onwards, we'll be, uh, at least have the, just for today, like have the capacity to record in person with guests and hopefully those, uh, we can find people who are comfortable in person. If not, you know what, no problem. We'll do it in the future. Right. But, mm -hmm. um, kind of all the timing of this, plus we were going to take sort of a Christmas break anyways. Um, we just decided to do it a couple weeks early kind of thing. School's out. <laughs> School's out. Let's party. Um, also, uh, we're probably just going to uh, figure out something for circulating some of the old catalog of episodes. We have some really great guests and episodes and stuff been, from yeah. I've this slacking. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, I've been slacking pretty hard on the cliffs, but now I, I've got 
at least three or four episodes done that are essentially chopped up a hundred percent. So pretty much re-releasing the episodes just in sound bites that people can digest mm-hmm. is I think people are yeah. gonna like that. So I wonder if we should do like a another audio theme uh feed that's like long and hard clips or something like that. Yeah. I think that maybe that would be a decent idea too, but yeah, I think more think. so this is we're gonna talk shop on the on the fucking podcast. Yeah, yeah. but little, this is getting a little inside baseball. But. <laughs> but I think that just I think people like for video at least a little bit more digestible in those fifteen minute clips kind of thing, as opposed mm-hmm. to going an hour and a half. I think I was talking with you this morning about that and just how I even look at myself and when I sit down to watch watch a podcast, I mean. I'll watch 20 minutes of it and then I'll take the audio and go. Yeah, exactly. The, you know, the video version, like in people who do watch Joe Rogan and stuff, a lot of times it's kind of in the background or whatever. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. Anyways, we uh, will be working more and more on that. Um, And then for now, you know, I think we have um, a decent amount of new followers and listeners. So just trying to show some of the great guests we've had in the past, because we've done a lot of, we've had a lot of amazing guests, even this past year. Oh yeah. So rather than just us two rant about conspiracies and COVID and shit, let's mm-hmm. show some of our uh, great guests from the past year. And uh, most definitely, shout out to any any of yous who may be listening or hearing this. Uh, you know, all things considered, we still managed to have a pretty good year for guests. I mean, we still recorded a ton of episodes, um, and that's you know even over the summer and whatnot. So I'm definitely mm-hmm. grateful for that. I'm grateful for anyone who is willing to come out and talk to us and uh hopefully we can even get some good guests on figure out something by the end of the year and have some good episodes to start the year off but yeah we'll um, do some pre-booking and see who's mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not afraid it's almost a while to think too that we are at the time of year where we're gonna start seeing your like spotify year in review your fucking what was the most watched thing on netflix or whatever like we are yeah. objectively almost at the end of the year mm-hmm. um it's interesting to be having this conversation already. It feels like it went so fast. And like part of me too is because for us, the weather's been so nice. Like it, it's in my head, very hard to wrap around what time of year it is. It's just so strange. It's, it's a time warp, man. Like it's just not, this year does not feel like it was a year. It feels like it was five months long. And so, yeah. And, and in so many different ways. And even like, I think of like summer, like going out and, jogging longboarding and whatever that legitimately feels like a lifetime ago honestly to me mm-hmm. <laughs> and maybe i'm just moping and being about being stuck inside or whatever but i don't know it's just been so bizarre and time's gone so weirdly quick but so long at the same time mm-hmm. that it's like looking at the calendar and you're like oh yeah november 30th we're just writing down the date and then you're like holy fuck november 30th right <laughs> right like what the hell happened so that means tomorrow's december what Dude, I oh, I was looking at like dates for closings that we have coming up. We have January 2021 closings. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know how like every year you write, you usually screw up. You're like 2019, oh 2020, like screw yeah. up writing the date on things. Yeah. When you're like doing next, it in, like a fucking test when you're in elementary. Oh yeah. But you gotta, like, next year is gonna be. Number. It'll be impossible. I think everyone will forget it. it's 2021. He'll be. Uh, I don't know. We kind of. Kind of lost a year, but what can you do? So, 
Maybe gravity was less on Earth or something this year because it does feel like it's fucking gone faster. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Time dilation. Uh-huh. That was a highbrow <laughs> joke. Um, oh, and I guess we should also uh, kind of announce. I mean, we'll probably have a more official announcement, but uh, and it, it hasn't been huge, huge news, but we did join uh, a podcast network. Um, we did. It is still kind of early on, so it's you know things are still in the works and we'll have more details for you guys soon, but uh, we're very excited about that. Yeah. Uh, I've been is, quietly it's... just throwing in the, the intro video. Mm-hmm. So maybe somebody's noticed. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not, but uh, we are officially part of the origin ground uh, podcast network. Uh, some few, a few other excellent shows joining that um, because it is still getting going. We'll just wait till we have all the details. I'm sure we'll do a more official announcement. Maybe just all run with it next year. Anyways, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's been pretty exciting. And we mean, you know, I feel like we've come a long way, but then the the grind, the day in day out grind of podcasting can be a little bit of <laughs> wearing down sometimes too. Um, not to, that's a very first world thing to complain about, but the talking so. part's easy. <laughs> it's everything the easy, else. The easiest part of the week in a podcast is the actual sitting with someone and yeah. interviewing, talking with them, whatever you oh, want yeah. to say. That's the easiest part, and that's the funnest part, and that's kind of the eighty twenty rule of this whole thing, too, right? Yeah, and then it's like uh, time to do some clips, time to render yeah, some like, video. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what can you do? Um, I'm gonna hire a fourteen year old and pay him not minimum wage to do this shit for us or something. That's exactly right. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Excuse me. Uh, I think I had more in my head of what, like I just wrote a note for this and I just wrote year in review. So I wasn't Mm. sure if we wanted to, uh, that'd be too tedious to go through every single episode, but I don't know. We had some pretty cool conversations with people this year. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Um, I'm just clipping up uh, Kaler's episode from, month and a little bit ago yeah not even how long ago i was like maybe even that's that's even two months ago but um yeah the combo we had with him was pretty interesting just because i'm listening to it at 2x speed and going through it but oh is that how you do it yeah 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 that was a good one there's there's so many good ones man i did it's hard to you know i definitely and we talked about this last year like wanting to do like a guest of the year or something like that like what um, yeah what the fighter and kid or someone does would be kind of a fun thing, but because we're too guest based, it's like, it's almost not fair to people, you know, cause there'd be like 60 guests to choose from, not like three or four. So, yeah. um, and obviously they don't all know each other, so they can't exactly all trash talk <laughs> stuff. So I, I think yeah. we should, we should make it for 2021. If you can make Thomas cry on the podcast, you get guest of the year. Oh really? <laughs> Why would that be a thing? I have no idea. But oh, be, okay. Hmm. Somebody just hits you with like that emotional core, profound self-discovery that uh, yeah really yeah. changes it. Shit, dude. Or you just like get up and run out of the podcast. One of us does that. They get guest of the year. Done. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, we need to take a break. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As I'm just sobbing. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Sprints out of there. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, uh, oh, it's, yeah, it's hard to, oh, fuck. I mean, it, it was really awesome. And it was so interesting to talk to everyone and get kind of their two cents on, you know, the pandemic, 
how it affected them one way or another, if they made something of them of it, if they didn't. Um, and yeah, kind of all the ins and outs and betwixt and between of, of all that. Right. It's, it's pretty seldom that you have a shared experience across everybody. Yeah. Like you, you know what I mean? Where you can actually have a conversation with essentially every single person and be asking the, the tough at questions. least kind of roughly on the same page and mm-hmm. know what you um like be able to really relate to it right yeah yeah like for example if you talk with someone about being a goalie in hockey like <laughs> i can sort of relate because i played hockey so i get the gist of it but a yeah. lot of the p's and q's of it i don't understand or yeah. something like let's go even more or more um what's the word I want to say more serious with it. Hmm. Like talking to someone like Anthony, for example, who had a serious addiction. It's, it's very fascinating to learn about. Mm -hmm. I think all humans have little pieces of addiction within their day-to-day behaviors. So perhaps you understand pieces of it, but to have really walked that walk, most of us haven't, right. We're kind of just understanding it as an observer versus, Mm -hmm. you know, this whole pandemic thing, like everyone went through vaguely the same things right um and so uh, i mean i think everyone took action in their own way right and even Mm -hmm. even act like even inaction but being comfortable with that in itself Hmm. that's an interesting way of putting it yeah yeah i i think like it's it's difficult in a lot of ways to have that perspective and Cause I think people, obviously they go through their own shit, but then when you have a shared experience, it's kind of, it's very eye opening to see mm-hmm, who, mm-hmm. who handles it certain ways. And yeah. And I mean, frankly, fuck man, it's all we, it was, I think every single episode we did after February this year, it came up at some point, right? Yeah. Like no matter how much, and even the ones where we managed to stay off it largely, it would yeah. still popped up right like oh, yeah. it's yeah because because uh, i think there's a point there where we're like consciously trying to like avoid it mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. we've talked about this yeah. every single week for the last 30 fucking weeks. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly right <laughs> so um but it's it's kind of un- unescapable i guess right so to yeah. a degree yeah, or at least it definitely. won't it won't not cross your mind i suppose but mm-hmm. yeah dude but what can you do um yeah, I don't know. And I think we talked about this before, but maybe there's a little bit of confirmation bias of in theory, if someone's kind of coming on a podcast to talk about whatever it is they're doing, they're more likely in some sort of like creative position. Mm-hmm. So we, maybe we have a little confirmation bias of people who like really did something from the pandemic or inspired some other type of action, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I guess it's what I'm going about saying here is, you know, it's okay if you did your own thing or things, you know what I mean? So I think, I think a lot of people are going more that creative route, whatever it is. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Because frankly, like, I mean, in the worst case, if you lost a job, like why wouldn't you kind of try to go that route and do something that 
has always interested you or i mean we're all creative from different aspects some people draw some people music whatever yeah. but uh because i was talking with my girlfriend the other day she bought a one of those drawing tablets like for the computer and she's like yeah like i used to draw all the time and then university happened and like bred the creativity out of me pretty much and i was like that's, yeah that's an yeah. interesting take so well you get a lot of, you know go ahead I was just going to say there was a lot of time to get back to those creative interests over this, you know, maybe out of boredom even, but. Oh, absolutely. I, I think so. Um, and maybe even in like, a, well, you know, the, uh, from Step Brothers, where it's like, don't lose your dinosaur. Right. Mm -hmm. um, I think as adults, we kind of lose our dinosaur. And the, what I mean by that is, take ourselves a little too seriously and want to be cool and be seen as an adult. But mm -hmm. um, perhaps the byproduct of this whole thing has been that life is pretty short. Uh, you're going to have a lot of regrets at the end of your life. I think almost no matter what. Mm -hmm. um, so do kind of what you want, something fun, something interesting. Cause like, why not? Right. And I hope that has sort of inspired people in that direction. And I've per personally seen anecdotally a lot of people. Yeah. You just, just tapping the creative juices uh, a little more at the very least, whatever that looks like. Like, yeah. even if like, what's the most boring job you can think of? I don't know. Uh, from the other guys, uh, Will Ferrell accounting at the police department, the <laughs> safest, most boring job you can think of according to him. Right. Mm. Like there's still creativity in that. So I think it's putting, creative energy into whatever it is you do mm -hmm. yeah it's i don't know i think there's just when you when you're given so much time you can waste it pretty easily but at the same token there was so much goddamn time this year that i think people just fell into those pursuits because they're like okay i've watched <laughs> i've watched the last dance seven times i need to yeah. go actually pick up a basketball or something i was I gonna know. do a, an uncle hack thing i i've i've gone through all of Pornhub, and what else is there for me now <laughs> <laughs> now i can walk the path to enlightenment so exactly um so. <laughs> yeah man i mean ooh, yeah fucking um Hopefully, I and I hope people, and a lot of times I'm talking to myself when I say these sort of things, like I hope people take the lessons learned in this and continue to carry them, right? Mm. Because there was such a, like some of it, like right when it started, there was so much like positivity and stuff out of it. And then it mm. kind of trickled off when we sort of went back to our same old, same old, right? Um, try to keep those positive lessons with you going forward, right? Mm. Um, and don't forget about this. I think, you know, that kind of quarantine panic is the same as your deathbed panic of you meet the person you could have become if you had put all the effort in. Right. Mm. So, um, yeah, I mean, we had a very simple taste of that and it was quite, quite terrifying, frankly, and try to remember that feeling and use that to, to motivate you in whatever it is you're kind of doing. Right. So, yeah, that's a good point. 
And uh, also, you know, fun stuff can apparently be taken away at any time. So never say no to going to the bar (laughs) and missing out on nights out from (laughs) going forward. If anything, man, fucking because they're all like, oh, you know, so many people started drinking way too much during the pandemic. I worry about all the drinking that's going to happen after the pandemic when it's like Mm. we can go out again. Fuck yeah. Like Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night. Got to go out. Got to see all the different crews. And then same thing next weekend because there's so much lost time to make up for. That will be the real problem health wise will be post pandemic uh, going out again sort of thing. (laughs) You're thinking it's going to be like everybody's 18 again. Yes. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I can personally guarantee I will contribute to that, Josh. So (laughs) (laughs) I won't because I know how little my liver of my liver is left because of 18 through (laughs) (laughs) 19.5. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There's kind of a double-edged sword to it all of, you know, life's pretty short. So you want to maximize fun, but maximize returns and cool shit you do right longevity exactly right so yeah yeah, man especially i don't know i think we have such a unique opportunity in our generation to hear those who are well ahead of us have gone through life either more of life almost all of life etc but can share it so widely via the internet right Mm. um and this can be anything like i think about um you know, like Joe Rogan or someone who's older has is pretty wise, wise, but is also does so much like health body optimization stuff. Uh, conversely, someone I listen to a decent amount is like Bert Kreischer, right? Who mm-hmm. is a very not healthy guy and trying to like reel that in and all that. And it, it just kind of makes you rethink and reevaluate things, right? So, um, or even there's actually, it's a good YouTube video. I think you had watched it because it was on our suggested <laughs> feed on the shared account, but it was like, uh, an old man's message or something like that. Do you know what it is? That is. Yep. Yeah, I've watched that. Yeah, it's actually very good. It's quite moving. Um, mm. It's this it's like a nine minute go- video. Yeah, and it's just an old guy sitting in like what appears to be like a motorhome, just talking to his laptop, right? Mm. And it has millions of views. Um, yeah. Just talking about life, and you know, he had a big, big family, and you know. Uh, had siblings and children die and talks about his life, the ups and downs. And yeah, I don't don't know. It's just interesting and try to, who the fuck is this? You, are you emailing? Oh, hang on. I know what it is. (laughs) An old man's advice is the movie or is the video title. Yeah. Yeah. I will. I'll post it in the links. I'm just getting the link. So I have it. Okay. Yeah. Take a look at that. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a good one. I, I also, for me at least, I also think that the ability for everybody to share like what they've been through is also a, at least for me, kind of this mental equalization, if that makes sense, where How so? everybody's kind of been through their own shit. They've had to overcome it. And then also, I mean how you have everybody giving their opinions on Twitter or mm-hmm. whatever, you also see how everybody's also kind of dumb. <laughs> like there's, there's <laughs> like, there's a, 
everybody's still a child when it comes to everybody claims to be an adult, but everybody's still this, everybody's still kind of a child. It's, It's the weirdest thing to me that when you're little and you look up to a 45 or a 50 year old person, you're like, they surely have everything figured out and or they just seem even as a child they just seem like such different beings right of like they're like they're real they're official they're yeah yeah you know what i mean they've been they've been through life but at the same time now that i'm 27 i'm i mean i'm we're both fucking 30 we're we're rounding up we're 30 yeah yeah it's come to me the conclusion that I've arrived at is that everybody has no clue what the fuck is going on. And they're just kind of going by the seat of their pants. I mean, let's even just look at what happened with uh, scientists and experts this year. Man, people don't know anything. They know something after they've experienced it themselves. But when it really gets down to it, we don't really know anything at all. It's mm-hmm. the craziest thing to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The uh, part of the human condition is wanting to understand the world and universe and put it into understandable boxes. But mm-hmm. the kind of curse of that is that it's so complex. It can't be put into that. Right. Or maybe it's so simple that we're trying to just overcomplicate it. Maybe with all these, you know, these overanalyzing. Yeah. Gravity equals force times whatever. I watched interstellar yesterday. Oh, did you? (laughs) I've never seen the whole thing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did you only see like clips or what? No, I think I like fell asleep watching it when it came out in 2014, which is insane Mm -hmm, to think about mm -hmm. that. It's a six year old movie already. And uh, I never watched the whole thing. And I was like, shit. Insane, man. Good movie. Great movie. Much recommended. I'm actually listening to Matthew McConaughey's book right now. It's it's pretty good. It's kind of funny. It's interesting. What's uh, what's the title? Green Lights. Okay. Um, But it's more, I thought it was going to be more of like a life advice book which it kind of yep. is in and i think it gets more to it in later chapters but um it's a little more of a life memoir sort of thing mm-hmm. but he, the way he tells it is interesting and it's the audiobook and it's him reading it so it's you're listening to matthew mcconaughey and like the cadence of how he talks and stuff i don't know it's actually kind of funny like i <laughs> but it's uh it's enjoyable i'm i'm liking nice. it so far um but anyways and it's I'm just satisfying to the, yeah so uh, I actually, there's a book uh, just on the interstellar thing. There's a book called the science of interstellar. Yeah. I started reading it last night. I'm like a hundred pages into it. Oh, wow. All read last night. I went, I fell asleep at like one thirty last night. Cause it was, it's actually that good. Would recommend. And apparently the science of interstellar is largely accurate. Um, from my understanding, it's pretty stellar. So anyways, a uh, long and hard <laughs> podcast has ended forever, uh, you guys. Sorry to tell you. Um, <laughs> taking taking applications for podcast co-host 2021. <laughs> they, yeah, they consulted the like, physicists and everything on it. It's, it's oh, yeah. Dope, so. 
Um, yeah, yeah. It's a yeah, it's a great movie. Um, very much. Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um, so what the fuck else did I write down here? Who the hell is this? <laughs> uh, do you have any uh, advice or? going forward or lessons or stuff for people josh uh to end off the year end off the year with that's an interesting one uh did you have some in mind nope nope okay (laughs) putting me on the fucking spot other than you know kind of the usual ones i've been thinking about for a while and i've mentioned it before but kind of that i think the deathbed panic one is the one i think about all the time honestly Mm -hmm. um that uh just when i first heard it because it's you know ancient religions and stuff will say you meet the person you could have become on your deathbed right mm-hmm. and you you don't literally meet them but you meet them in your mind right like you go through all of the what all the could haves in life when you're mm-hmm. lying on your deathbed sort of thing right and but that is meeting that person, right? It is kind of real in a meta sense as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm maybe this is making no sense. Hopefully, this strikes a chord for at least one person. But when I heard that, I just kind of like clicked and realized and understood it in such a way, right? I see what you're getting at. Absolutely. I also yeah. I think that this whole I feel personally that fear is also this almost overrated thing that if you really look into it the things that you really should fear there's only one thing and that's you know like meeting that person and not being as close to that person as possible you know what i mean where i think the the thing that people need to fear the most is upon that deathbed when you meet that person you should be as close to that person as humanly possible. And the thing to fear is to be, you know, a a chasm away from it and being like, wow, I could have been benching 450 and (laughs) that feel when never achieved four plate bench. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm getting at though? Yeah, absolutely. I know exactly what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I, as I also say this, because it almost feels a little weird on like today's date, last week of November, first week of December, s- kind of reviewing the year and exploring next year goals. It's almost the wrong time, but that's good. Like, why not start your New Year's resolutions or whatever early? Mm. Why not? Uh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, fuck. Like, that's the thing, though, is people wait and why do you wait for an arbitrary date Date or objective or or whatever right yeah um and that's kind of been even for me in my personal life like looking past like not seeing your calendar as like you can see december 31st and then after that is kind of like the abyss Mm -hmm. (laughs) right like try to see beyond that time horizon or whatever like why not like, why isn't December 15th to January 15th 
like it's more of a it's a continuous time frame there's not like a start and an end with that within that but people kind of treat it that way right mm-hmm. um or even this year why not kind of challenge yourself of there's obviously going to be significantly less hol- holiday parties to go to right so mm-hmm. we can get away from the holiday binge eating a little bit why not start your goals or whatever a couple weeks early right why not use this as an opportunity to get a leg up on on next year right um, I, I think we've realized so many things are societal kind of constructs, right? Like nine to five work day, mm-hmm. right? Um, agreeing to go outside or disagreeing to go outside, right? Um, mm-hmm. a lot of reality is kind of just perception and shared ideas, but we don't really need to confine to those necessarily either. Right. I see what you mean. And if this year helped people to see that there's this whole other world outside of the inside of a cubicle, Mm -hmm. that's pretty powerful unto itself. And I hope that that's what it's done. Well, I I was even someone who, I don't want to say proudly, but I kind of touted like, you know, I've never really had a travel bug before, right? right? Like no real desire to travel. Not that I didn't want to travel, but I don't have mm-hmm. this innate pull to just travel. Right. Um, and now after some self-reflection, I realized some of that came from kind of a position of like comfort and safety and not wanting to get outside of my box. Right. Mm-hmm. But th- this has made me realize like there's a big world out there. There's a lot of cool, beautiful, different places that I definitely want to want to see experience, whatever you want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. Again, we're just very lucky to have had this kind of switch that uh, made us realize so many things and disrupted so many patterns, right? Yeah, most definitely. And there's obviously positives and negatives to every single occurrence ever. And yeah, if we can look at those positive aspects of it, I I think that that's going to be far more useful than looking at the whole... I couldn't go out to the bar and you know what I mean? That's uh, I think if people can look at those positives and say like, Hey, I, I took this time and I got to work on myself. I got to do things that I wouldn't normally do, or I got to spend more time with my family or I mean, maybe for people that's a negative, I don't know, but that sort of thing, if you can look at it, take those positives and run with it as opposed to, you know, the world is a dark place right now. Yeah. I think you can kind of choose not to participate in, mm. and I mean that more in a meta way of like, like, don't be like, I choose not to participate in any rules ever. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, but um, I think mentally you can choose, I don't know, choose your own adventure. Right. Like, but there's a lot like most of my day doesn't change too much it's how i look at it from whatever information i'm taking in right for Mm. better or for worse so um i i think you can really choose your outlook and yeah without going to like sounding like a denier of science or whatever but um 
yeah, I just, I don't know. You, you can choose how to look at things and what's, what's important to you. And I think that's the biggest lesson of 2020 perhaps. Right. Shit, man. And if, I mean if, that in the most responsible way possible. <laughs> right. So personally, if, if 2020 was the year that at least encouraged some people to turn off the news, I figure it was a win of a year. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that will be a big byproduct, right? Like, I don't know. It's interesting. I've listened to a couple things about um, like predicting upcoming trends and whatnot. So mm-hmm. um, I do believe there will be, m- and from the sounds of it, like more of an exodus away from mainstream news and they're dying, right? Conservative and liberal outlets. No one sits and really watches the news that much. Um and then also, you know, stuff being home-based, residential real estate. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens next year. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, I guess on that note, let's, do we have any predictions from, uh, for, uh, 2021? Hmm. Uh, uh, and that means business wise, world wise, socioeconomic wise, anywhere in between. Okay. Gotcha. Or will it be uh, nine more years of the pandemic? Uh, we'll have to see. Wait and see. I I don't know. There's a lot of interesting shit that's going on in the background, even with regard to the election. Mm-hmm. Is I personally think that there's going to be another four years of Donald Trump in the states. Not going to lie to anybody right now. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that are going on in the background. What that's going to mean, I don't know. I think that they're going to roll out these vaccines as quickly as possible. I'm not going to be on the fucking trial list. I'll leave it at that. These are my predictions. And then we're going to see what happens. Hmm. Are they going to open up the world again? Are there going to be a bunch of different restrictions on uh, second-class citizens that don't get vaccines? Probably. Are you not going to be allowed to travel unless you get the vaccine? Probably. Let's see what else. Those are all my predictions, at least. Oh, and real estate's going to go on fire again next year. I think. Because I think that that residential, the thing you mentioned, residential real estate, I think people are it's not a trend that's going away. I think people are going to go more to those home base or realizing that I don't want to commute an hour and a half each way into the city all the time. I think there's going to be a lot more people that work from home permanently. What else? That, that seems to be what I'm seeing. Yeah. How about yourself? Um, I personally think the U.S. election will go to the Supreme Court for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, from my understanding is it's not. As long as you have just enough evidence to make it look convincing, you could get it to go to the Supreme Court. Mm-hmm. And my one thought, though, is that it may get there. They may help. They may even find... Um, 
you know, if there was voter fraud, as the Trump camp alleges, Mm -hmm. perhaps they'll find that. But my thought is, is even if they do, well, like that would be the moment where the world really splits into two realities, because I think what would have if Trump is able to make a case for it. And let's say hypothetically, they determine that, well, Trump actually won. Mm -hmm. I believe it would be so not reported by any kind of media outlet Mm -hmm. that there will be a whole bunch of people who just aren't aware of that and people who believe Biden won and people believe Trump won, right? Yeah. Um, and that's unfortunately going to be really bad because when you have two semi-legitimate leaders with semi-legitimate claims to said semi-legitimate election, that's grounds for the civil for a real civil war, <laughs> right? So it, yeah. it truly is. And claims legitimate enough that their respective bases will support them, right? Um, so... I don't know. It's an interesting thing that two humans standing next to each other on the sidewalk can be living in two different realities. And that's become more and more clear this year. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I think it will be something where perhaps Trump, it, it'll be kind of like another kind of weird anti-establishment thing that we all know about. People make jokes about it, but no one really cares Hillary's emails, Hunter's laptop, like you see Joe Rogan and everyone making fun of it all the time, but then people are just like, eh, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, maybe it'll be Biden in January, but um, I do partially believe that um, if he goes in, it's not going to be the end of the world. In fact, it'll probably more likely just be business as usual. Um, and then... Uh, what was I getting? Oh, speaking of South Park, because we always come back to South Park and their narratives. But I watched an, another old episode that I thought was so great where it's about 9-11 conspiracies. But the underlying message is that the government conspiracy is that there's a government conspiracy, right? right. Like in actuality, there isn't one because the world's too hard to control. But people like to believe everything's under control one way or another, right? Interesting. So it, it, it's a funny take. It's a very South Park take where they do a good job of making fun of both sides. But Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. If, if I'll say that I've seen enough info to say there's pro, there is a legit chance, assuming, assuming the data I read is correct, mm-hmm. there's a plausible chance that Trump has a legitimate claim to things, right? But I don't even know what I couldn't even fathom what would happen if he did actually somehow get four more years and they determined that. Um, I think the, I think the fucking U S would explode. It, it I, really would. Right. Like yeah. you can't like think of how bad people raged in 2016 when he won. Right. Mm-hmm. All the shit leading up to it now. Right. Um, and then like, if he does win somehow things would just explode. Like what would people do? They'd be like, no one would say, Oh, I guess there was huge voter fraud. I guess he did win, right? <laughs> like it would it would just be like, no, he he did some, I don't know. You know, I can't even articulate this well, but it would really just be like such a match to gasoline. I, I don't know. I don't know what would happen. I think 2020 was the year of those, that chasm of movies, frankly, because you have it in the coronavirus side where there's half of people seem to be like, 
this is a complete very worried or not worried at all right that's kind of the the line yeah Yeah. there's one side that's like this is a complete overstep and the other side is like this is a complete sham understep i don't know understep yeah we need far more restrictions vaccinate everybody yeah so i i don't know man like i think that that's honest to god where we already are and it all has to do with the things that people consume media wise. Um, mm-hmm. And that's really like, people are just being programmed one way or the other. And we need people that are kind of skeptical of, of both mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, uh, I do think there's more of a right wing outrage warrior side of things that has definitely arisen over the last four years too, yep. just to, to meet the, the left wing wing outrage warriors. So well, it's just extreme, yeah. right? If you're going to go uh-huh. so extreme on one side, you're going to have the extreme on the other and yeah, it's so just, just how it counteract is. it. So I think you have to, yeah, be skeptical of both movies. That's good advice for 2021 as well. Right. So yep. definitely. So I don't know, man, I would be, uh, like I'm not worried about the vaccine or I'm not, not going to get it. Right. But um, I'd be curious to see there were, there's been too many terrible coincidences in 2020 that if let's say the election uh, was determined for Trump, mm-hmm. would the news the next day be like, Oh, uh, never mind. The vaccine was uh, totally off. COVID can't be vaccinated, uh, four more years of COVID, right? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. know, man. I, I think at the end of the day, people have to start kind of saying what's on their minds and realizing that they're really the only person that has control over you should be you. Mm-hmm. When people start realizing that, I think that's the only time things are going to change and you can't really let people make decisions for you because they don't know what's best for you, frankly. Yeah. I think that's, that's my advice to people. And I mean, if you want to be a free thinking human being, then you got to realize that pretty soon. Even on that note, I think there's been an just observing some of the paradigm shifts that I've observed from like, uh, even like from whenever the election was till now over the last three, four weeks, you know, why? Um, so even absorbing, observing over the past three or four weeks, mm-hmm. um, what, uh, what uh, some of the slight conversational shifts around like being okay to be somewhat conservative, just what I've seen from like discussions on like, let's say mainstream podcasts or whatever, right. Mm -hmm. Where people like kind of joke about it more. They're kind of cool with it. Like, and I almost think that's like, there was almost a bit of a relief. I think a lot of people felt when Biden was declared the winner by, you know, whatever news outlets Mm -hmm. to a point where, I think, unfortunately, for a lot of more like, and let's be realistic, I think a lot of celebrities who are more centrist probably voted for Trump, right? Or there'd mm-hmm. be, uh, you would, you'd be surprised, right? Um, 
they're like kind of relieved that there's not going to be all this like Trump outrage constantly. And mm-hmm. there's been people taking a collective sigh uh, because of that. So I do yeah. admit it would be a nice break. And like, even like, it's so fucking ridiculous because there's been people from like CNN and MSNBC who have announced their retirements now that Trump is elected out or whatever they say. Right. So <laughs> I don't know, man. I, you know what I think is going to happen? is this was kind of a prediction I had a while ago, but I wouldn't be surprised if we saw something, well, one degree or another, uh, ballot results leak for well-known people or more famous people, right? Um, Interesting. Like, oh, Joe Rogan voted for whoever, uh, Tom Segura voted for whoever, uh, Hmm. Brad Pitt voted for whoever, stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. Like some sort of mainstream ballot leak especially if uh biden ends up taking office um i wouldn't be surprised if a bunch of it started leaking out like famous people who voted for trump or something and there was kind of like a uh oh struggle session sort of thing for that they had to do i don't know i i i think that will be in the news cycle at some point in time maybe only for a few days but hmm. interesting mm-hmm where you can kind of shame people for who, but I don't know, man, it's, it's such a weird to me. It's so weird that you like both sides think the other side's an idiot, but, and both think the other side's a cheater as well. Yeah. Maybe both sides are idiots. I don't know. It's kind of the conclusion I've come to over the last little bit, but it's kind of the old giant douche turd sandwich sort of thing. Right. So, um, giant douche. Turd sandwich, South Park, South Park. isn't that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Those are your choices. So yeah, um, and then, or I wouldn't be surprised if we saw like a uh, maybe someone who is like vocally anti-Trump, pro-Biden, whatever you want to say, mm-hmm. actually voted in Trump, kind of in secret, I mean, mm. especially if it's a famous person who would vote for like let's say tax reasons. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know, man this whole exodus from california it should show you a lot what's happening and then exactly well also the fucking and then even people saying more publicly like hey it's a strange like people would flee to america from like fallen soviet states right Mm -hmm. um obviously an extreme example but that is very much the case i've met people who are from the former ussr who came to north america canada's or USA specifically, right? Yeah. Um, now you have that, but then the problem is, is if like you don't have somewhere else to go. So it's interesting to see the migration patterns of people through the United States that this has caused too, right? Mm-hmm. And there's kind of, but now there's more people publicly saying like, hey, don't bring your policies over here that did that there sort of thing. And I wouldn't be surprised if we seem to see uh, the two sides going further apart next year. I could see like, even if there's like, let's say a vaccine or whatever, still seeing like stringent lockdowns on one side and completely open on one side. Mm-hmm. And the more that happens, I think we'll see more like Gavin Newsom incidences where you're on the news professing the, the importance of locking down. And then mm-hmm. that night you go out to dinner with, you know, whoever, right. And like kind of that political elite versus what, oh, all the normies have to actually follow the rules, not me sort of thing. 
dude, like as soon as you see that, you you got to realize what's going on. It's it's well, just, it's not about the, saving people. It's about a power trip, and it really is right. And then there's an interesting kind of uh, there's two interesting things that arise from this, right? Like it's uh, again, there's kind of that intellectual elitism with it, right? Um, and then we kind of saw. You know how it was like uh, America's sexiest doctor or whatever. Did you see that? The guy who uh, he's some guy who's like a very good looking doctor, right? Mm-hmm. And he was some magazine. I did see that. Yeah. America's sexiest doctor, yeah. and he was he has a big social media following and was a very like uh, talking about masks, talking about lockdowns guy on social media, which is fine. But then yeah. he went to Florida, went on a big vacation like recently with a whole bunch of people. They wear masks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just yeah. the hypocr- hypocrisy of things. Um, it's going to be interesting to see, well, that arises the idea of like, kind of like a classism of like, there's all these rules, but that's kind of for, you know, poor, normal people who have to do the rules. And then, you know, we, the wealthy people can do what we want. Right. So, that's what but it's been about, it's never been black or white. And then, never, but it's then never been about that. It's been about- kind of the other side of it is, well, what about um, the conversation that arises in terms of kind of what you were saying is like, is this really about the disease? And a thought experiment I heard was if this was as deadly as they say, wouldn't the left have encouraged Trump rallies? Because they hate them so vehemently, right? So if you see Trump selling out arenas of 20, 30, 40, 60,000, rather than protest it, wouldn't you logically say, yeah, go right ahead. Great idea, guys, because then they're, in theory, all going to fucking die. So then you you don't have to worry about them anymore. That's I didn't even really think about that. Yeah, that one really made me pause and think. And I, I, I try it when I hear something, I try to prove it wrong initially. And that one really made me say wait a minute. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, I hate to say it guys, but yeah, if you, if you hit, if you, if you really think about that one, like think about it, use a logician approach. Like, is this virus extremely deadly? Yes or no. Is Trump holding huge rallies? Yes or no. Do I hate everyone who goes to a Trump rally? Yes or no. Then logically, if the first, my response to the first question should determine my response to the last question, right? Mm-hmm. So it, it's, <laughs> I don't know, man, that one I heard and just took a step back. I'm like, shit, like, I think you got him there, but uh, I don't know, man, what can you do? So 2020 is going to be a fucking shit show is what we're saying. 2021. 2021. 2020 was already a shit show. 2021 probably also going to be a shit show yeah i don't know i'm i am partially optimistic that it will go back to kind of normal but to that point what is normal because as we've talked about here with guests is a lot of our days haven't changed that 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 much right mm-hmm. um well frankly this whole the barring these actual lockdowns where you can't hang out with in groups or whatever yes absolutely that's changed yeah but a lot of the other stuff hasn't after this most recent regulations that 
the Alberta government have put in place, nothing has changed. People are still going out to restaurants to eat. I did it on Friday to went out to a restaurant. Like the only Where'd thing you go, I, by the way, because I went out to eat on Saturday with my yeah. roommate, but yeah, it was super fucking dead. So I don't know where you really? went that it was busy. Uh, Katuki, Greek. Oh, okay. Yeah. But anyway, it was like still pretty busy in there. They're hmm. allowing whatever 25% of capacity. So they're still seating. Hmm. I don't know, man. It's interesting to see. I think like at the end of the day, it's like, okay, so now I can't see my friends. Like now you're kind of tiptoeing the line of what you can and cannot regulate. And also it comes to the point of like, how do you enforce that too? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we get a secret Gestapo in place and start reporting people? Cause that's happened to in history. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. I well, mean, it's it a weird one well. of, cause to that point, I would actually say, I think ever, as far as I know, everyone I know is following these new rules. Right. Mm-hmm. But we kind of have this weird thing where we have a little bit of government sort of, my only worry is them strong arming us a little bit like the, you know, your neighborhood uh, mob guys who you pay for protection due to you, where it's like, hmm. they'll kind of do a show of force of like, Hey, don't forget, we can take this away from you. We're in charge. Right. Like you better be on your best behavior or we're not going to let you do that. Right. Hmm. Um you guys better behave or we're not going to let you out. No Christmas this year. <laughs> Christmas is canceled. Right. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like kind of like a little show of force in them. And then the problem being with like more lockdowns is them. I Unfortunately, there, there's no way people won't oppose further lockdowns. Right. Mm-hmm. For a mental exhaustion and B those who are increasingly more skeptical of the data right or at least after all this time have realized hey you know what thankfully this hasn't been as deadly as we originally thought we got lucky perhaps right um but i i just don't think people will support it and now that we've had like a little bit of exposure i don't think people will as willingly do it but no the problem being that like with them kind of reinstating it the issue is, is when they take it away, it'll just go back to where the numbers were, assuming it's still winter time. For this is speaking in our area, right? Um, it'll just go back to where it was, and then are they just gonna be like, oh, never mind, take it back, pull it back again? Like, like it, almost everything with this whole fucking pandemic thing is, you kind of become a cat chasing or a dog chasing its own tail. I don't think cats chase the tail, right? But you know the whole like, oh, if you touch your phone and put it in your pocket, well, you should wipe your phone down but now there's germs in your pocket. So, right? Like it's... It all goes back to people or children and anybody that thinks that they should have a say over what another person should do is also like people are idiots. And when you get down to it, should people be leading other people? I mean, there's your fucking answer, you know? Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you want to be led by idiots, there you go. It's that simple. And frankly, people have to realize that there's something called personal responsibility and you got to take your own 
destiny and your own future into your own hands. And when you sit and wait for somebody else to do it for you, it doesn't happen or you don't get what you actually wanted in the first place. And that goes for everything in life. So that's my take on it. I don't know, man. I personally am of the mind that maybe there's going to be a great awakening of, uh, of the people I can only hope and wait, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll have to, uh, we'll have to see what happens. It'll be, uh, it'll be interesting. I don't know. I'm more optimistic about it. Um, I'm optimistic. Just, I, I do think, um, an unresolved question mark is, and I, I'm, I'm not making a statement by saying this, but officially speaking, the U S election has not been called yet, but lots of us think it has. And that's kind of a, it's now a past thought it's over and done with, but it, it objectively speaking is not right. That, uh, that news cycle or whatever, isn't over technically speaking. So it'll be interesting to see, uh, what plays out there. Right. We're just and, uh, too young to remember 20 years ago and what happened then. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, right. Absolutely. So, I, I don't know, man. I, I am optimistic. Don't get me wrong. I just hope mm-hmm. that it's in the way that people wake the fuck up and start seeing that there's a lot of goings-ons in the world and that if you really want control over your own life, you got to take control of it. Mm-hmm. Um, And even without being like a wake up sheeple type it's more like realize everyone's an idiot so like definitely take control of your own life right pretty much man that's exactly what i'm getting at so yeah all right uh i think that's probably enough to call it an episode um happy holidays merry christmas thank you for joining us this year um we appreciate it and we will be back next year bigger and better longer and harder than ever (laughs) 